we're in an era of rapid change where resilience is vital. The Devoot for Thought podcast dives into the most important topics in government and technology today. Our host, Devoot Goats, sits down with his vast network of colleagues to dish on the tech challenges that affect us all. Follow this podcast on your favorite platform and join the conversation by sharing it on LinkedIn, Twitter, or Facebook. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Direct Technologies Davood for Thought podcast. I'm Davood Goats, and I will be your host today. The way I stay up with the pressing topics of tech and government of today is to tap into the panel of experts I've had the honor of connecting with over the years. Today, we have a special guest, Rick Nelson, on the podcast. Rick is a co-founder of TA Group, the parent company for direct technology, and is the current chairman of Launch Consulting Group, one of direct technology's sister divisions. Rick has over 25 years of experience in process improvement, workflow methodology, and organizational management. He's spent the last 20 years of his career in the technology arena, leading the growth of his privately held firms to sustainable profitability. Rick's energetic and passionate leadership are the hallmarks of his professional career. He graduated from Sacramento State University, Go Hornets, with a bachelor's degree and later earned a master's degree in organizational management all while working for United Parcel Service. Rick, without sharing any more of your background, I want to welcome you to this episode of our podcast and ask you to tell us about yourself. And for someone who doesn't know about you, please give us an overview, what you have done and what you're working on currently. Welcome, Rick. Thank you, Davud. That was a very nice introduction. I appreciate it. Maybe just to add a little bit of flavor there, I'm a a proud husband and father of two. Uh, My daughter works in technology. She's a business analyst for a uh, global consulting firm outside of our organization. And my son is uh, serving in an airborne unit uh, connected to an infantry division in Anchorage, Alaska. So very proud of those those two folks. What I'm working on right now is continuing to grow our business in the digital transformation area, specifically in uh, insurance and payer benefits side of the business. I'm spending a lot of time with two of our larger uh, customers in, in that segment. And one great thing about the consulting world is um, while you're teaching, you're also learning. And every day is a new adventure and there's um, lots of great things on the horizon. And Many, many, many challenges to overcome to to get it right, but that's part of the fun. So uh, that's a little bit about me and, and what I'm working on right now. Excellent. You know, I've always said I used to teach also in a business college that the best way to learn something is to teach it. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Um, my next question, Rick, is what emerging trends are you seeing in the IT and business fields that we should all be paying more attention to? Uh, Well, obviously, you can't give enough attention to cybersecurity right now. Uh, There's not a day that goes by that we're not seeing some breach or um, data uh, leak. And every organization should be thinking about their infrastructure, should be thinking about 
um, their assets and how to protect them. More importantly, every individual should be thinking about their assets and how they protect those. We've become pretty secure in the idea that we can transact and, and do commerce over the internet, but it's, it's still um, not always the safest place to do business if you're not taking care of the basics. So I would encourage all individuals to know what the protocols for safe transactions looks like. There's lots of places to go find that information and make sure that their own personal um, information is, is taken care of. But on the organizational level, it's a daily fight. Um, as you know, Davood, um, every time you fix the fence, somebody breaks down a different piece and tries yep. to come in a different part of the yard. So yep. um, it, it, it requires daily activity. So that, that would be the one thing that I think about most. Thank you. Related to this, I think you would agree that adjusting to the pandemic was challenging for all of us. And now everyone is thinking of what the next major disruption like the pandemic is going to be and how can we better be prepared for it? So resiliency, which we offer a service around is a big topic of conversation these days. What are some examples of resilience you've seen in the past year? And what is the one thing organizations should be doing to improve resilience? Wow. Well, I think the last year and a half is absolutely a picture-perfect case of um, national resiliency, organizational resiliency, and individual resiliency. When you think about it, uh, month over month, week over week, day over day, uh, individuals and companies were having to figure out what's next and, and how do we do that. And that is, takes an emotional toll, an intellectual toll, and a physical toll on, on persons that are involved in it. And we were all working on it. What I see coming down the line is actually some resilience that's going to be required to spin back to a new normal. Um, I'm not a big believer of uh, the new normal being static state. I believe there were a lot of things in place for organizations and individuals that were much, 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 much healthier um, than they are now. Schools would be a good example. But getting back to those things that were healthy that we need is actually going to require a lot of discipline um, from both individuals and companies. So the key for me and our organization is making sure that the company and the individuals are working together to get back to a place that, that is the most healthy and still take advantage of some of the things we learn um, that are new and unique. And Davud, you know, working in the state of California, as long as you did, Yep. We, we could have done remote work 30 years ago That's and, true. and, and nobody could, had the courage <laughs> to not show up at the office. Well, right. we've learned that we can work remotely and still um, get things done and trust one another. We've also learned that doing it full time ha um, has an impact as well on individuals and the opportunity to collaborate and socialize are key um, pieces of, of our development as human beings. So finding that balance is going to require um, organizations and individuals to be talking to each other, sharing ideas and thoughts, and trusting one another to get back to a place that's the healthiest possible place for, for us. Thank you. That perspective of national, organizational, and individual is really important because there are disruptions that are going to happen that will force us 
to work in new ways, but it comes down to the individual and to the organization to help and make sure that we can go on the path that we have set forward. I agree with you. My next question is about uh, motivation. As you know, at Direct Technology and at Launch, we always talk about how we are going to get a project done or something done. But we also ask, why are we doing what we are doing? What is your why? What motivates you in, other, in your work, in other words? Well, the number one motivation for me over the last 20 years has been people. The people I've had the opportunity to work with, work for, and coach and mentor. Um, that's my number one motivation. And one of the theories that we, methodologies we practice, is small units working together, small teams. And what that does, it allows more opportunities for leadership in the organization, more opportunities to challenge uh, folks with responsibility that they might otherwise not have in, in a large firm. And in my 16 years with TA Group and Launch and Direct Technology, I've had the pleasure of watching people grow, promote, lead teams themselves, and even build their own business divisions and take them through liquid events. There's nothing more rewarding than that. So my why is the people. And one thing about business is if you're not selling and you're not offering your services to customers who'll pay for them, then the business doesn't grow and growth for individuals gets stagnant. So I put 100% of my focus on business development in our organizations and then training and mentoring those folks I believe have earned the opportunity um, to prove themselves in leadership positions. Well, I'm here to attest to all of that. And um, definitely there are opportunities for growth and for leadership um, in all the organizations that you mentioned at Direct Technology, TA Group, at Launch, etc. Thank you for that response. But related to that, um, innovation is also important on teams. What inspires innovation on the teams that you've worked on and you are on? I think the greatest inspiration comes from an outcome that provides a better life for the people we're serving. And we see this in payer benefits all the time. I'll give you an example. You know, when you go to the doctor, I don't know how many emails you have to fill out or forms you have to finish so that your doctor can get paid for the services you were provided and how much you have to pay as a portion of that. And right now in the medical industry, the billing industry, roughly 80% of all claims are checked by a human being, which means the process is slow and arduous and terrible and painful. And the work we're doing right now using AI and machine learning would take that 80% number down to 20 or 25% just by understanding who the patient is, what their history has been, and what claims are really um, no-brainers. And when you get to work in that environment and you see that claims are starting to get paid a little faster, they're less painful, there's less negotiation between the, you know, the patient and the insurance company and the doctor, um, all of a sudden you, you see a, a little bit better world, a better transaction world, if you will. And that's, that 
is inspiration to make it a little better, a little better, and a little better. And I'm a big believer in incrementalism, that the biggest dreams come true when you take a little bite at a time. And you don't try and make that leap. We didn't go, you know, our first space shot wasn't to Mars. It was to the moon. And right. so, you know, land on the moon, then find the, the out, outside planets and keep on going into the galaxy. So I think in, in our world, we have the chance to improve things for people. And that becomes the inspiration point. That's right. Um, I completely agree. And so does one of our previous guests on this podcast, the CIO of CalPERS, outcome for the life of the retirees was his response. So exactly what you also mentioned. Thank you. Next couple of questions. The last two questions are really a little personal and the human side of our Rick Nelson. What is something that would surprise people about your background or interest, Rick? Uh, I don't know if it would surprise people, but one of the things that drives me is I've battled weight my entire life. And when you're a young person, uh, that can result in a lot of things from self-esteem issues to uh, lack of confidence, et cetera. But what it taught me was the discipline required to overcome tough things. And I try and bring that to uh, the business and to the folks I get to work with and hopefully to my family in that all things um, are doable, all challenges are overcomable, but it requires a discipline and a state of mind that, that makes you get up every morning focused on the outcome you desire. And it's not a perfect process. There's bad days and good days and you have to learn from both and then try and carry that forward. Maybe that's something that a lot of folks wouldn't know about me, but is important to me. Yep, very important. And the last question, where can people find you and keep tabs on what you're working on and how can people support your work? Oh, thank you. Uh, LinkedIn is the easiest way to find me and I try and uh, put out a, a message every week or so on things that I'm thinking about or working on and ask for the participation of individuals that are interested um, that might be able to give a little back so that we can all learn from each other. But that's the place to find me. Yes, you've written articles and uh, they're posted and I read them regularly. Very motivational and inspirational also. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Rick. Thank you to all the listeners out there for joining us as well. We will see you in the next episode of Davood for Thought, where we will shed more light on the human side of tech.